Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach, and Laura's back. She's been traveling, as you know, and now she's back. Apparently, she hasn't been doing too much client work. Instead, she's been cruising the internet, social media, Instagram, Pinterest, all that stuff. So we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to analyze whether or not there's any real meaning in some of these puff quotes that you find uh, cruising around on the memes. So it's a cool conversation. Stick around. So I'm back from my travels. Yeah? What did you? What yeah. happened? What did you learn? I learned while well, we are quarantined right now, we're waiting to get a COVID test back from, uh, what did I learn? I learned that you cannot be too cautious. Like mm. it's just, we, we left Bend, Oregon and Oregon is, um, I think everyone's kind of seeing an influx in, in everything because people are getting a little more relaxed and they're traveling and, um, things are opening up and we definitely took advantage of that. And we, we traveled uh, through Salt Lake and saw some friends. And then we traveled to Colorado and saw more friends. And um, my husband went to a golf tournament and on uh, like two days after the golf tournament, he got a text message and said, Hey, by the way, I tested positive for COVID. This is interesting, by the way. And I said, really, that's so fascinating. Like, he, why did he, what, did he have symptoms? What was that all about? And I guess this guy got home from the golf tournament and his wife said, you're not allowed in the house until you get tested. And uh, I, was, I was like, hell yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> that right there is a clear, firm boundary. I like that. That's pretty funny. So anyway, he tested positive and my husband was his roommate and um, shared a vehicle. So the wow. likelihood of Ryan having COVID is very high and we are on day two of waiting for results. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back and we're very much so just um, staying safe in place. And I was a little sad because my birthday is tomorrow and I had to cancel uh-huh. dinner reservations and mm-hmm. um, a party that we were going to throw for myself. <laughs> How old are you going to be? I'm going to be 25. <laughs> the same the same yeah the goal is to weigh the same age that i am so i'm like back to birth weight and 25 years old (laughs) no i'm gonna be oh i'm gonna be a beautiful vibrant vivacious 36 year old woman right on that's good yeah cool yeah happy birthday thank you thank you so much i learned something last night what did you learn I learned that fire pits do not get hot enough to burn a wine bottle. Huh. Wow. Zach, how many (laughs) wine bottles did you try to burn to get to that point? That self-discovery. Well, I only tried to burn one of them. Okay. Yeah. You can't, you uh, burn one, you finish one, you throw it in the fire and you keep drinking (laughs) on the other one. (laughs) I wanted to see if it would melt. I wanted to see if it would melt and it, and it didn't. Oh, glass blowing is your new, newfound <laughs> my, hobby. My new thing I'm going to learn. Oh, you know what else I learned? I what learned. You tell I'm fi- so excited to hear. I, I finished learning oh. how to solve a Rubik's Cube. I can solve a Rubik's Cube now. I'm a minute oh. and a half. 
minute and a half. Stop it. Hey, hey, after this, I would love for you to do that for my son because he has a Rubik's Cube and he brings it to me and he goes, Mommy, do this for me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a I mean, I'm going to disappoint you many times in your life, but this is going to be a, a strong disappointment. But right on. Um, I would love for you to like, can you mess it up? And then, yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. You've been working on that for a while, watching YouTube videos. Well, I had, I got like, I did the thing that I always do, which is I got like 80% done and yeah. then I kind of just like stopped trying for like a month. And then I realized if I just learned this last part, I'll be done. And now that I know the whole thing, I'm just getting faster and faster, which is kind of fun. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Hey, I have yes. an idea for what I want to do today. Um, okay. I really want to read popular um, and maybe they're not popular, but they're like um, Instagram quotes about relationships. And I want us to just like dissect them, say that's a crappy quote or yes, I totally agree with that. But like what can be learned from some of these quotes that I'm finding on Instagram? And um, <laughs> so this, is the, this is the Instagram episode. This is the episode where, yeah, I, I mix business and pleasure. You haven't been thinking <laughs> about anything at all for three weeks. And so now you're just yeah. like, you know, yeah. I'm like, hey, I've been scrolling Instagram <laughs> for three weeks. So we're going to talk about that. No, actually, um, I just stopped. I just started a new book the, before we get into this. I just started Sapien. Have you heard of Sapien? No. Mm. It's fascinating because it combines a lot of my interests. So in undergrad, I was super interested in sociology and anthropology um, which is more of the, the macro um, of human beings. And then I got into psychology, more of the micro, and it kind of combines all of that. And it's actually a really popular book. I mean, if you go into any bookstores, you're going to find Sapien. I don't know who the author is. I have read like 10 pages, which is huge for me these days because I have basically dropped off the face of the earth of anything that is productive. Like I said, I'm on Instagram. So, uh, okay, let's roll with the quotes. Are you ready? I am. This one I this one I thought was kind of interesting. You want to come into my life? The door is open. You want to get out of my life? The door is open. Just one request. Don't stand at the door. You're blocking the traffic. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's super cheesy. But um, that's it's just actually... the way that I read it. It's just the way I read it. If you saw the image, you'd be like, whoa, that is profound. I probably would. I'd probably put it on my own Instagram page and try and inspire mm -hmm. people. Um, you, don't, you don't have an Instagram page. I lie. do. I do. I just don't ever do anything to it. Um, right. I think there's a picture of a. Oh, you know what? There's a picture of. I think soccer. No, it's a Krispy Kreme donut and a pint and an IPA. <laughs> Which I had, I had, it was like, kids unite. <laughs> it was like Christmas Eve. And I was like, what are my two favorite things? I don't yeah. know. It was, it was like 1996 or something when I had put that on there. Anyway, um, the first thing I think of is this idea of, um, if you love something, you know, let it go. And if it doesn't come back, then, uh, it, it never, never was yours in the first place kind of thing. That's okay. where my brain right. goes. Uh -huh. Um, what I like about the quote is this other part, which is, which is actually something I've been saying to a couple in my practice right now, which is, uh, maybe. So if you love me, stay, if you don't love me, you can go. Is that the deal? Sure. But go, you can, the doors open, the doors open or something like that. What mm -hmm. if, what about this? What if the most loving thing you could do is leave the relationship? Mm-hmm. Like that's standing at the door is actually kind of, um, 
maybe even cruel if the relationship isn't, isn't there, you know, like maybe, maybe loving you and staying and working it out. Sure. I I'm all for that. And then, uh, but maybe the best way you can love somebody is to cut them loose. I mean, not like, not like cut them loose and see if they return, but more like, Hey, this isn't working. Um, we, so maybe it's not, I'm going to leave because I don't love you. It's going to, it's going to, it's, I'm going to leave because I do love you. Yeah. But, but in terms of your quote there, I, I do agree that sort of standing in the door or, or just creating uh, stagnancy is, mm-hmm. um, isn't, isn't helpful for a relationship. Okay. Gotta but be, I'm going to push, I'm going to push back mo- just a little bit. Wait, watch what I'm about to do here. Okay. It's all right, like, okay. it's like your marriage needs to be in motion. And if you're interested in having a marriage in motion, we have a course <laughs> available to you. And it's called marriage in motion. It's, it's called available marriage on in our motion. website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and to, okay. get, to get your relationship moving. Go ahead and push um, back. Go ahead. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to push back a little bit is that I think th- the idea of, and this is hard because I'm kind of like one of those people where I'm like, let's do this. Like I, I do not, I, what is it like ready, aim, shoot. And then I shoot ready, aim. So ready, aim, I ready, aim, fire. Yeah. Ready, aim, fire. And I, I basically like fire and then I aim. And anyway, yeah. Fire aim ready. <laughs> Fire aim ready. But I do find that there is some desire for people to stand still long enough to to just process what the hell's going on in the relationship. And sometimes you have to be able to like you have to have an agreement that it's okay to stand at the door. Like um, I have a lot of couples right now where the ambivalence in the relationship is so high that there's a lot of door standing. There's a lot of standing there and going, I don't know if I want to come in. I don't know if I want to go out. And I need the grace to be able to stand at the door long enough to figure this out. And that can be so difficult for the person that is saying, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in, just come in, come in, come in, come in. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm trying to create space for these people, whether there has been an affair or whether they are um, have just been like roommates for a really long time and they're trying to figure it out and they're just trying to weigh the cost benefit. And it takes time and it's hard to stand at the door. But I do think that you should come to some sort of an agreement to allow grace and space for you to be at the door long enough to come to an agreement where you're like, now I know now I have certainty and clarity whether I want in or I want out. Right on. All right. Cool. Okay. So here's, that was kind of fun. Um, let me see if I can find another feel free by the way. Um, you, Oh, you want me to go on like Instagram? On and Instagram. Find some <laughs> no, it's fine. I honestly, all I'm doing is just like looking at quotes and I'm reading them for the very first time right in front of you. I'm on this um, accountability call. I'm on this accountability call once a week with seven other guys. And um, it's weird because we're all from all over the country and we talk about all kinds of different things. But uh, one of the guys is like super into vision boards. Yes. <laughs> and, and he got, I like um, them already. Like he got these already. other, he got a couple of the other guys interested. And so one of the guys, he like went and got a bunch of magazines and some glue and stuff. <laughs> and then the other, the other guy was like, what about Pinterest? Does that count? <laughs> is that, is that, does that make me not a man? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, my 13 year old daughter loves Pinterest. Totally. Yeah. And <laughs> so, she also loves magazines and glue. And uh, yeah. I'm super, I'm super into um, Let me try. vision boards. Okay. So here's, here's one. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> sometimes two people have to fall apart to realize how much they need to fall back together. True. Untrue. What do you think about that? Um, 
yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of the idea that um, things need to break in order to be repaired mm-hmm. and yep. recover stronger than they were before. I mean, yep. those of us who who identify as Christians recognize that, that that our entire faith is based on this idea that life comes after death. I mean, and so do people need mm-hmm. to fall apart in order to like be stronger and experience in this vernacular, like resurrection, I think absolutely. Um, and I kind of feel bad for, for, for couples that don't argue or who have never argued. Yeah. Whenever I meet a pre-married couple and I start talking to them, I'm like, tell me about your biggest fight. And if they're like, Oh, we haven't had it yet. And I was like, do not, do not don't get married. Married. Don't do it. <laughs> Please <laughs> you need fight. To fight. Please yeah. have a fight first. I will. So I will start one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, all right. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I think that we've mentioned also that that's why working with affairs is one of the most interesting parts of our job, because it's almost like a forced, a forced crumble. Um, kind of interestingly, I mean, this sort of like relates to the other quote, which is a lot of couples are sort of standing at the door. They're in roommate syndrome. They're just going through the motions. There's nothing that is really like they're cold and distant, but there's nothing that is like ignited. The relationship isn't on fire. And then you have an affair and it's like a forced renewal of, okay, we just burned the shit to the ground. Now mm. what now, now there's an opportunity to rebuild and can often, you know, just, um, create something bigger and stronger than it ever was before. You have a quote? Sure. <laughs> um, I also want to tell you about my new favorite homework assignment that I give couples, but, um, tell, just, tell me now's a good time. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> it's three minutes from now. Go it's, on. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, um, what you were saying, whether it's door standing or kind of roommate syndrome or being stuck in a rut. I I'm into this thing right now where, um, so I'll have, I say, here's what I want you to do. And I hold my hands up like this. So you can see both my palms. And I say, right. I want you both to write down the most boring argument that you have. Like what is the most predictable pattern of argumentation that you create? You know, so it's Laura brings up an issue and then Zach gets defensive. And so Laura gets snarky and then Zach raises <laughs> his voice and then Laura, like whatever it is like, and it's, um, it's like, and then once you each have your, your kind of your idea, marry them. Yeah come like compare notes and agree okay. that we're going to make one script instead of these two separate scripts that we have. And so now we have agreed that this is the most boring argument we we have together and then like burn it or retire it or make it go away and agree uh-huh. that you're never going to have that one again. We're okay. only cause that's boring. We're going to have interesting conflict. We're not going to have boring conflict. We're going to do it like some other way. So if it always yeah. happens in the kitchen, then just move to the living room because we're just want to shake up the system a little bit and keep it it from being, shake it up. Just keep it from being like this routine, like the, um, the roommate thing. Like, and so, um, incidentally I got, I stole this from Tina Shermer sellers who was on our um, podcast episode 69. She's a sex therapist here in town, but that's what she recommends around sex too. Like what's like the most boring sex the two of you have, you know, like, huh? He says, do you want to have sex? She says, okay, then they do a missionary. Then he goes down on her and she goes down on him and then they roll over and then they snuggle and then he comes and she they, and they take a shower, but whatever it is like, and then they agree that this is the most boring one. And then she's like, retire that. Never do that cool. again. Like wow. do something else. So if you have sex in the bedroom, then just now you, if the boring sex is in like the bedroom, then 
Then have it in the shower. Then have it in the shower if, or the living yeah. room or whatever it is like, but just retire the boring one so that you can replace it with something more interesting. Um, so the sex resonated more with me probably because I'm not super conflictual. Like I don't, I personally don't have all that much conflict with my husband, but, um, I could probably retire some boring sex. I'd be well, down with that. What's really interesting is to teach that to your clients and watch their faces go. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are pretty yeah. boring. We're either in yeah. conflict or in the bedroom. Like, we're we're pretty boring. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm just, my new thing for couples is, like, can we, let's, why don't we just be interesting? Mm. Instead of, like, even... Even in conflict, like, let's just not do the boring thing. And then that way we have something to play with, you know? Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned this. We may never get back to the quotes and that's totally fine because that's what we do on this podcast. We talk about nothing at all and it evolves into something. <laughs> but um, it makes me think about how couples really do a good job of holding on to just like one basic thing. Uh, you could you could have the most brilliant concepts, but it, unless there's something tangible for them to hold on to, like... Okay, you got that one thing. You have the boring fight. Now you're done. And they're like, we got it. That that yeah. part we can do. Or yeah. you tell couples like, do not ever use the phrases always or never in your relationship. You're done. Do not have that. That is out of your vocabulary. And they're like, cool. Got it. Um, and I just find that that's super helpful to be able to give them that one thing that they can either replace or they can take away. And I like it. My Why favorite thing, because I teach this, I, I also will tell th- exactly that. Like you can't use always or never. And I tell them why right. I'm like, A, yeah. it qualifies as criticism, but B, it's also impossible. Like right. always isn't mathematically possible. So sorry about that. As soon as you say it, I stop <laughs> listening to you. And, <laughs> and then like, they'll come back next week and he'll be something like, she always does this. And I'm like, done. Stop listening to you. <laughs> I'm done listening to you. Like you, you're going to need to fix that or else we can't go anywhere. And he's like, do you ever Ugh. feel like, like couples don't like you? Do yeah. you ever feel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you wonder like, Oh, you guys aren't coming back. It's been nice knowing you. Glad I pissed you off enough to, I, to like send you on your way. Do you know, I think I have three Google reviews for my practice and they're all one, st- one star reviews. And one of them you, even said, one of them even says, if I could have given him zero stars, I would give him zero stars. <laughs> and I just like, I wrote, thank you for your review. <laughs> That's all I wrote. You did get a good Google, Google review. So I don't, this is so interesting. I need to unlink our accounts, but at, like back in the day, for some reason, like our Facebook accounts oh, got Oh, wait, linked. wait, wait, wait. Do you mean the one you that got, came in like last week? Yeah, you got a good one. Someone likes you. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went into my client portal to figure out like who that was. And I don't, i have no idea. I literally, uh, <laughs> anyway, Hold on, okay. I'm going to just, let's just spend a moment. Um, because I don't think that you can technically ask clients to review you, but yeah. if any non-clients <laughs> that don't know us want to rescue like, <laughs> our Google rating, please would like to go on to Google, find us our practices and just tell people how great we are. Just lie. I'm just hey. kidding. Okay, I, so I don't even know why this quote gets to be a quote. 
So I'm going to read it and you can tell me what you think. Okay. Like, why did somebody make this a, a thing? Ready? You're my favorite. My favorite pair of eyes to look into. My favorite <laughs> name. <laughs> wait, wait. This is, the, this is the best part. This is the best part. You're my favorite. Will you favorite. Purse, your, purse your lips while you tell me this? No, no, no. Listen. <laughs> no. You're my favorite. My favorite pair of eyes to look into. My favorite name to see appear on my phone. <laughs> my favorite way to spend an afternoon. You're my favorite everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's 100% how I feel about Ryan. <laughs> why, why does that get to be a quote? My favorite name to see appear on my phone like yes somebody absolutely <laughs> this is probably taylor swift this is a quote by taylor swift there is a song and these are the lyrics oh yeah i i like all of it are you, you thinking really is it, is it really is it really a, a lyric because that would make way no, more sense. no it's not i know it's i mean it could be it's a quote all right um that was <laughs> bullshit you don't get to do this anymore millennials millennials my favorite name to see my phone. <laughs> it's like oh, this is my favorite Oh, speaking of favorite name, have you seen the movie Call Me By Your Name? Or have you read the book Call Me By Your Name? No. It is beautiful and the soundtrack is phenomenal. I'm just, uh, it's, it is about two men falling in love and one is quite a bit younger. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Army Hammer and, and uh, Timothy oh, Chalamet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just really, I mean, Timothy is an incredible actor and Army Hammer is so handsome. Um, and it's such a lovely voice, but it is a, it's a, and the soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. Never leave a truly relationship for a few faults. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is correct. And, and in the end, affection is always greater than perfection. How come you're picking out quotes that always have to do with like the end or like leaving or falling apart? Those are like the three quotes know. you picked. They all have a through line. Do you, I, you, well, do some, you need to tell me. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, um, uh, so read it again. Never leave a true relationship for a few faults. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is correct. And in the end, affection is always greater than perfection. Yeah. I mean, it goes kind of goes back to what we were talking about the last time, this idea of like uh, getting it right is more important than being right. right. Like, right. Um, this is the, um, this is the way I think, well, I don't know. I mean, I think these quotes are like just silly. So what do I really think? I think that I think that you got to figure out. I, I, I can't let go of this idea that Roger Nygaard gave us a couple of weeks ago, which was this idea mm -hmm. that relationships last three years. Yeah. And so those of us oh. who have been married like 21 years, maybe we've been married seven times. Right. And so maybe you do need to retire or let a relationship go for a few faults in order to replace it with the thing that's going to need to follow it, you know? Um, but what are the few faults? Because when I hear this, by the way, um, I've gotten a lot of people who have uh, like messaged me and said, wow, that was really insightful. That really hit home for me. Um, Craig is a big friend of ours, a big fan. And he said, three years like that one really, he's reading your book, by the way. I was oh, yeah. like, he, 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 he purchased your book. And I said, why? <laughs> Not That's because sweet. I know yeah. because your book is amazing, but I, I asked him why he purchased it. He yeah. literally sent me a free, his caught his book for free. I'm like, hmm. you could, I could have just sent you anyway. Um, but wait, Craig has uh, a book. Craig has a book. I'll send it to you. Okay. We need to actually, actually here, I, I'm going to, 
let me pull it out because I have been wanting to talk about his book Focus. And this is me like digging for my bookshelf, if you can hear it. Um, it's a guided journal to create lasting change in your life. And I have been waiting for an opportunity to pull this journal out because I need to kick start my life right now. I'm not reading. I'm not working out. I don't enjoy much like this. I'm in my uninspired phase right now of life. And so I'm pulling his journal out focus as a way to just kind of like get myself back on track because something's kicking my ass and I need to figure it out. I also have a potty mouth like nobody's business these days. Yeah, you do. I do. Let me go back to, oh, you can find Craig's book, by the way, focus, just Google it. Focus, greatest day mindset, Craig Smith. Um, Shout out to you. I think the idea that like nobody's perfect, that's absolutely true. One of the research findings is that in in relationships, you're going to have conflict and 69% of that conflict is going to be the fact that you married a human being and that they're very, de- why are you smiling? Because when you say 69, you're supposed to say nice. It's, no, you it's, say, you say it's nice. Very, it's very fraternity. Nice. But, but no, that's why I was smiling. But I am a grown 36-year-old woman. Not I don't yet. say nice Not after yet. 69. And Jason's going to cut all that out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to leave it. But there's the majority of the conflict that you have in relationships are the unchangeable things. And the fact that like they are faults in us because we are we are faulted in imperfect human beings. And being able to extend grace to the fact that your partner is different from you. Um, is what a relationship is all about. And nobody's correct. That part's true. There's always two truths to everything in a relationship. And it's not Mm -hmm. about being right. It's about getting it right. I actually like this quote. I like it. And I don't, I don't, do you have one? Do you want to finish it off with one more? No. You don't? (laughs) No. Let me see if I can find a, a more positive one. I mean, I could go back and find something, but I, I mostly I'm just waiting for Rebecca to call me so that I can see her name on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, my favorite, let's see here. Uh, if your love for another person doesn't include loving yourself, then love is incomplete. I think that part is true, right? We all know we need to be loving ourselves. Ooh, I like this one. Problems in relationship occur because each person is focusing on what's missing in the other person. Hmm. Yeah, I would call that negative sentiment override. Mm-hmm. Focusing on what's lacking, focusing on the fact that your partner. I mean, I, I've mentioned this a lot. Like my, I have if you were to walk into my office, you would see pictures that are just sort of like on the floor up leaning up against the wall and have been doing that for the last year because my husband does not hang anything. Mm. He's not, he's not a handyman. I try not to focus on the fact that that's not who he is. Instead, I focus on the fact that he makes money for me to buy a man to come over or a wool man and hang things on my wall. Why couldn't I do that? Because I also am lazy. Yeah, no problems occur because we're focusing on what's missing in the other I think, Mm -hmm. I think, yes. And in order to um, kind of reverse that, the thing I've been saying a lot to my clients is until you get into a, we have a problem that we need to solve in order for us to overcome our mutual Mm -hmm. struggle, then you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be inefficient. It's going to be boring, frankly. Um, And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's time to come up with something more interesting or creative when, when you face the things that are going to cause tension in the relationship. That's the way I think about that quote. I feel like you should do 
maybe our next podcast needs to be you talking about that concept of like we, us, our problem and mm-hmm. why it's important because I, I haven't heard that language from you yet. And I, I would be interested to hear what you're saying. I just steal all your stuff when I'm in therapy anyway. So just it's free, yeah. free, free supervision. Yeah. Free, for me. free supervision. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let's land this plane. I think this was um, interesting for me, not for you. And hopefully there our listeners enjoyed it. Well, I'm just glad you're back and you're safe. And I hope that you don't have COVID and um, Me too. we'll keep this. We'll, we'll get back on uh, on the rails here pretty soon. Yeah. And thanks to our sponsor, Craig Smith, with his book, Focus. Oh, yeah. Is he cutting us <laughs> yeah. a <big> check? <laughs> um, definitely not. Yeah, I know. We need to figure out how to keep paying for this podcast. Craig, could you just write us a big check so that we can go ahead and pay for our editor? All right. Um, OK, well, I'll see you next week, Zach. Uh, oh, next week. No, next week we do. Uh, we do Vanity Fair. <gasps> That's next week. That's Thursday. Yeah. Holy moly. I gotta do my homework. I have to right. do my homework. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm the one with COVID. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And thank you to my friend, Craig Smith, who um, offered up and sent me his guided journal to create lasting change in your life. It's called Focus. If you're interested in knowing more about this journal, how to use it as part of your daily practice to get yourself moving in the right direction in a positive light, check out greatestdaymindset.com. And for all of you who are working on your relationship, thank you for all the time and energy you are making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.